Society has mistaken wealth to mean money and assets. The Wealth Redefined podcast is focused on building generational wealth beyond the materialistic by focusing on our emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, and relational well-being. Together with a cohort of health and wellness advocates, we'll discuss ways to design your own path to true wealth on the Wealth Redefined podcast. Hi, my name is Jen Koffel, and this is Wealth Redefined, and I'm here with one of the closest friends in my life, Rochelle Ferguson, so thank you so much for joining me. So fun. And so we've been friends for 15 years, and we're going to talk a little bit about how we met in our friendship, but we've made uh, millions together, and so we're grateful for all the blessings in our lives. So share a little bit about um, what it's been like to be on this journey together in the last 15 years. It's, so, it's been so much fun. Um, Jen and I talk all the time that we're kind of like yin and yang. Um, we bring out the best in each other, and we've also seen the worst of each other in this <laughs> 15 years. And I think that that is what makes a true friendship, is bringing together the good and the bad and everything in between. And when you can be that real with someone, mm. it can only cause your life to get better. I think authenticity brings about so much value in life and we just don't experience it with very many people. That's so true. So today we're gonna to talk about wealth redefined and what we call living an admired life looks like. So can you share what your definition, like how do you describe to somebody what an admired life looks like? So this has been a really fun conversation. We had this conversation privately a few months ago and I said, you know, an admired life, what I would have said 15 years ago mm. and what I would say today are completely different. I feel like I was on a hamster wheel and I was trying to achieve what people were telling me was an admired life. But when I really look at an admired life, um, I am reminded of two Supreme Court justices. Mm -hmm. And one is Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and the other one is Amy Coney Barrett. And what's so interesting about that is they come from completely opposite sides of the aisle. Um, politically, they couldn't be any more different. And when I look at those two women, I look at women that I admire. They're somebody who knows what they want, they weren't afraid, like as women in America, they weren't afraid to like go get what they want, but they also, everyone that talks about them doesn't talk about how smart they are, mm -hmm. doesn't talk about all that they've achieved. What they talk about is like, look at the friendships they had, look how they love their family. They are people that even though they, were they are Supreme Court justices, they have time for everyone that's important in their life. And when I listened to that about Ruth Bader, and then when Amy Coney was getting um, approved for the Supreme Court, I even said to you, have you seen this woman? Like she just sits there and she lets people rail on her and then she'll say something really nice about her family. I'm like, that's an admired woman to me. I wanna live that kind of life. I want people, I wanna leave a legacy that says, you know what, boy, Rochelle, she loved business and she was great at it. Mm -hmm. But what I really loved, was the friend she was, the family she had, the children she raised. I wanna have an admired life like that. And so that's what admired is to me. So I'm gonna turn the question to you. <laughs> so well, what does it mean to you to live an admired life? Well, first thing I wanna say is you are truly the most admired woman that I know and the things that you just shared, you absolutely live. Oh, that's so, so sweet. It's true, it's true. 
So I remember you and I, we love the spa and we love, um, there's this amazing bathhouse in Chicago. And so we were in this amazing bathhouse yes. and we were talking, I was sharing with you about the, a mastermind that I'm a part of. And the mastermind is $10,000 a month, so it's an expensive mastermind. <laughs> and there are like really amazing, super successful people in this mastermind. But what I loved about, um, for me, what I shared with you, what was, I really admired was there's a woman in there, um, her name is Courtney, and she's an accountant. And she had uh, made, like two years ago, she was making like $14,000 a month, and now she's making $400,000 a month. So she's really had a huge change. And she talked about, the change was that she started giving from a gross income level, and she also came up with like a social business that she's super passionate about. And so every week we have somebody in our mastermind on the hot seat and she was on the hot seat and she spent 95% of the time in that hot seat just talking about her passion. And her passion is putting an end to children's starvation, mm. really making an impact. And every time she wakes up in the morning, like she works her accounting business for that goal. And she said, you know, it can't take 10 years because that would mean like, I guess, 6 million children die a year of starvation. Mm. So that would be 60 million children. And she's really willing to like take on this social cause herself. Like she's that passionate about it. And so when I was listening to her, I was thinking like she, it wasn't like a marketing strategy. You know, some people like I am going to come up with some social cause and like, you know, use that as like a front. But this was like imprinted on her soul. The way she talked about it, the way she described it, like how much she talked about it, her enthusiasm around it. You know, she is really passionate about something. Like she loves her business. She was great at me. People are giving testimonies about how amazing she was at accounting and what she did. But she was really like just so, so really keyed into what that passion was. And so I started praying about that. Um, I started praying like, God, what is it that I could do? And I turned 50 last year. And so, you know, I've had all the success in business and, and I just, I really wanted to like, I admired her, you know, for that feeling that she had every day as she woke up, how excited she is to like make a change in this world, like really impact this world. And so I started to pray, what is that thing for me? And then I had a team come over and uh, build a digital marketing funnel. And so they spent the entire day at my house. They got at my house at 8 in the morning. They left at 7 at night. And about nine hours in, I shared with them. They're all men of faith as well. And I shared with them that I've been praying about this for me. Like, what would be that thing? I shared with them the whole story to share with you about Courtney. And, and so when we were talking, um, it, we discovered it. And it was, it was really um, putting an end to... Like, or actually reinventing education. It was really just like impacting that world and all the things that you and I have learned. Like I started to think about, you know, how much I really care about education. Like it's mm -hmm. not something, like it's something I've been really pulled towards for like many, many, many years. And so um, I was thinking about, you know, how I could really begin to do that. And, and I don't know about you, but I think back to like school and grade school, like I learned reading, writing, arithmetic, spelling, a little bit of geography, like I'm still terrible at it. <laughs> and then I learned in high school, I took a typewriter class. I was dating myself, but um, now I'm like, I could do the keyboard well. But beyond that, like almost all of my learning has happened as an adult. And I think like if the things that we've learned about, you know, like how God really created us, the power of our subconscious mind, like what we have the ability to do and create and how we, you know, if we taught that to children, mm. like how much right. the world would change. And I really feel passionate about that. 
So we recorded some videos on that. And then the next morning, this was a Saturday that I had this revelation. The next morning I went to church and the church I attend, um, usually it's like, you know, 15, 20 minutes of worship. Then the pastor gives a message and it's like another hour of worship. But this particular morning, it was like 45 minutes of worship and the pastor hadn't even spoke yet. And really he didn't need to. Like the spirit of God was so present in the room. It was like tangible. And he even said, you know, I, I can feel the spirit is so strong here. Like if anybody is having like a block or a limitation, if, if you want to just come to, you know, forward, I'd just love to lay hands on you and pray for you. I really believe supernaturally you're going to get a release. Well, I just had this amazing revelation and I, and I didn't know if there's any blocks, in, you know, that, you know, like in terms of like going out forward. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, and the spirit was so like strong. It was like, Oh, it was just amazing. And, and so the church, there was probably like 200 people in there. Well, forget the six foot rule. I mean, with our, you know, COVID and everything right now, like all of our, you know, precautions, forget all of that. It was like sardines up there. And he was, you know, just going and just laying hands on people and praying. And you saw people crying and the worship band was really loud. So you couldn't hear what was being said. I was probably like the 80th person that he got to. And he lays his hands on me and he looked at me and he said, "Um, you're a public speaker. Are you a public speaker? Now we have never met. We've never talked. Like that was like a real word of knowledge that like, to, like supernaturally God gave him. And I said, yes. And he said um, to me, well, the, what I feel that God is telling me to tell you is that um, do not let the world shape what you speak about. You are going to shape the world with what you speak about. Be bold and be courageous. Mm-hmm. And that was such a huge confirmation. It was like this, this is definitely like as excited as I was the night before, like this was God confirming to me, like, yes, this is the pathway. Like this is what you know, I've created you for is to make this type of impact and to focus in on this social cause. And then I shared this with, all with the mastermind, the guy that runs the mastermind, like this is everything that's happened in the last few days. And then he put me in touch with this um, producer, then put me in touch with the executive producer. And then I was invited on to this June, I'm going to be going to Miami and um, going to be filming four days to save the world and working with a team of 10 entrepreneurs for a reality TV show on like coming up with a way to really reinvent education. Mm-hmm. Like what a huge platform, you know, that God just like brought that into my life. So to me, that's living the admired life. Like that's like waking up in the morning. Like when Courtney was talking about waking up in the morning, having that passion, like to have that now is just amazing. Like to have even like looking at like, how do I start to structure my businesses around, you know, like that being like the focus and, and how much money can I really give and what can I do to create that? So What's all kind of come out of that is that now I really want to actually create, like, and find and vet the best hundred, you know, curriculums or schools or what are they, brick and mortar. They could be things that people, you know, send their kids to that are maybe um, replacements to current education or they could be like just um, an addendum or like something that they're adding on. But I really want to do speaking and really like bring awareness and, and, and share and create like an Angie's list, so to speak, of of schools that are amazing, that are to be admired and, and help parents to be able to be aware of like, no, these things exist and you can get your kids, you know, this type of education along with whatever they're learning currently. And then I also want to really inspire other entrepreneurs to give in that same way, like to really like find a cause. And if it's education, like then here's schools that you can sponsor, you know, because they just need money to make a bigger impact. And I think if we all come together and do that, like, I think it, it would be amazing. So, and I think that's a good point. Part of the admired life has to be from a place of generosity. Mm, yes. Like, right. generosity, I think, is one of the big keys 
mm-hmm. to living an admired life, whether it's our wealth or our time or our love, like yeah. the generosity of that has to be present. And I think that's part of our friendship is um, it has been a generous friendship, generous in sharing of everything that we learn, generous in forgiveness, generous in yeah. ideas and in service to each other. And I just love yeah, that idea. Truly wealth redefined. I it mean, is. Generosity is at the core when you really are in a place where you could be generous with your time, with your resources, with your network, with your money. I mean, that's true wealth. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely true wealth. I, I love that. Um, when we, when we have, you know, you and I love women yes. and, and like, we're both very passionate um, about making an impact with women and helping women. Um, what are some of the challenges that you think that are like the ones that you see the most that women are struggling with? Well, I think piggybacking on that idea that wealth redefined is generosity at its core, that I find that women really struggle with being generous with time mm. because we're pulled a hundred different directions. And from the first businesses that we built to the most recent, I find that people, um, especially women, find themselves so busy that they lack time to see what their purpose is. Mm. Like they don't even get a chance to take a breath and say, why am I doing all of this? Mm. It has just become a to-do list that adds instead of retracts and it never becomes somebody that wants to wake up. Mm -hmm. They want to sleep in because that to-do list seems daunting. And so I think we see women continually battling that. And it's something that we've battled in our past and and we can still sneak up on us, Mm -hmm. either one, but it's something that I feel like we've really learned how to redefine that into when it's something that you're so purposeful Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like a to-do list. And also there are real tight boundaries so that we make sure we have all that other. I think that is a big challenge that um, people come up with. I, other things that kind of goes right along that with women um, is whether you want to call it prayer or meditation or experiencing time with the creator, really having it goes right along with mm-hmm. time. And once those boundaries are set, but then setting aside the time to connect with the creator and know what did he create me to do? Because we all have this purpose inside of us that only we can fulfill. Yes. And I think that women have been told so often what their role is and what they should be doing that they very rarely take the time to connect and pray and meditate and ask the creator, what is it you want me to do? And I think that's something that we come across all the time. What do you think are a few things that we've Yeah, I want to just kind of talk a little bit more about what you just said, because it's really something I think you've mastered extremely well, like that whole like self-care time, like really making sure that you're, you've done a great job of creating boundaries in your life for like maintaining Mm self-care practices that you really want to maintain for your own personal health. And as well as Um, like spiritually, you know, you've done a really great job of protecting that time and like learning how to balance all those things. And I think that's what ultimately women want. They want to have it all. And I believe they can have it all, but it's like, you need to be around other women that have learned how to do that. And because it's something that, you know, to your point, like they get in this place of like wanting to serve and because that's their heartbeat, you know, the women that 
want to live and admire life, want to serve and want to fulfill a purpose and want to be on purpose. So they just give, 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 give. But if you're not spending time filling yourself back up, you know, like with just like good things for your health, so your physical body feels good spiritually, emotionally, then you have a lot less to give. And then you, like you said, you wake up and you're like, oh my gosh, I just feel overwhelmed because there's not enough of that time to just refuel. And so I think that is a really big one that I do see a lot of women that have that really strong desire to create a, a big life, you know, have that, have that challenge. And I know I've had that challenge and I've seen you have that. And I think that you have done an amazing job of like really creating some really awesome um, boundaries around your life and like keeping some things really centered. So I love what you, I love how you help, you help me do that really well. <laughs> and I, I see that it's something that you do extremely well. And I think it's something like we do. I think that is something that women are missing is community. Yeah. You know, if, if we don't carve out time for community, I think we get lost. Uh, God created people for community. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, man's not good alone. And he's a triune God. <laughs> and for us to then think that we can create this admired life on our own yeah. is a foolish pursuit. And so I, I want to say that's one of the things that's been so precious about our friendship Mm -hmm. is that there will be times where we are actually doing our own endeavors and we always come together and say, I'm struggling with this. I need that. And I don't know how women can have it all without having each other. Yeah. And community is key. I think that is like to, to your point, a lot of women, you know, where do you find other women that have really big goals, (laughs) you know, like that are really not, you know, they don't want to be limited in anything but what God limits them in, you know, like mm-hmm. want to just create, I mean, I remember going from making, I don't remember if you remember, like, you know, my initial goal was like, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars a month and make 1.2 mm-hmm. million, like I had initial goals. And like, now I'm like saying every day, you know, 10 million a month, right. you know, and it's like, I just keep wanting to discover more and more of what God, like, I just think, what can I do with that? Like from a right. generosity perspective, like what kind of impact can I make in this world? If I could have total freedom but it takes a community of people. And the more that I'm around amazing people that are like-minded in that, the doors are opening up to like things that I never even imagined, like in the speed at which things can open up when you're part of a community like that. Like it goes by, like you can fast forward years of what you may be trying to do alone, but like if you, yes, I, I talk to women all the time in business about like challenges they have. And I think that most of the time, someone's having a challenge in business, the answer is founded in a person. Yes. Not necessarily, I mean, the person might have the process or the structure. I remember 15 years ago, you helped me with laundry. (laughs) (laughs) I had a a really big laundry problem. I had four children, three and under. And it was like, seriously, like I, I mean, when I say a laundry issue, I had a laundry issue. And she- I mean like a laundry issue. And I walked down there and she's just (laughs) crying. Because it's like, I don't have time. I was like, laundry's are going my life. And, um, And like, you were the answer to that. Like you had a system for laundry that was no folding, no, no iron, away. ironing, no, no putting ironing. away. It was like, no this sorting. is really, no sorting. It was really outside <laughs> the box. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like really outside the box. Can I do this? But, but I did it and it saved me like literally an hour a day for 10 years, which came to like two years of working full time. <laughs> right. It allowed me to build like another whole, you know, multi-million dollar business as a result of like getting that laundry thing sorted. But that's the power of, you know, just like somebody else giving you an answer, you know, like mm-hmm. that you can't necessarily come up with on your own because it's like, you would never think of it, you know? Right. And so that's the power of community. So I agree, like community is another really big one. And you saying that reminds me that 
another piece of time is not trying to excuse how God made us. Yes. Right? Like, so if we're in community and we become who God made us, that's going to solve so many problems. But when we try to become all the people we see, when we try to become the books that we read, then we actually stifle ourselves. So it's really finding a community and, and saying, yes, this is who God created me to be. That's true humility, in my opinion. In my opinion, humility is, I agree to be who God created me to be. I'm not going to try to be someone else, and I'm not going to say I'm not who I am. I'm going to humbly say, this is who you created me to be, and then find a community of people that need that, Mm -hmm. and serve, 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 and they do it back. And and they celebrate you and embrace you you know, that with you, like they're not trying to make you something that you're not. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are like truly yin and yang. Very different. (laughs) Very different. I'm very driven, very achieving focused. You know, Enneagram, you're like a master at Enneagram. So for those of you She's definitely on Enneagram 3. (laughs) And you're an 8. Yeah, I'm an 8. So we're very different, but, um, but it works like extremely well together. And I'm super passionate. Like one of the things I think that women, you know, when we're talking about like living the admired life, one of the challenges is you know, how do you really be continue to like grow tons of wealth without needing to give so much more time? Like that whole idea of like trading, trading time for money. Mm -hmm. Like how do you build other wealth management strategies and how do you like really get your money working for you so that you can make money like leveraged and passive income? Not everything is active income. Like that's such a key piece. And I'm really passionate about, you know, helping women add a zero, you know, um, to their income and, and do it in an admired way with all kinds of different wealth management strategies. And I know like that's something else that, you know, you and I have spent a lot of time talking about right. sharing ideas and sharing things with one another. But And if we hadn't shared ideas, yeah. we would, neither one would be making the income that we've made or have the lives that we have. But because we're not secretive about it, yes, we're open about it, it, it really allows us to have that passive income. And also, like learning about ways that people make money. Like what, like the the wealthiest people in the world. Like how do they, you know, that whole idea of you know just you know mailbox money or money Mm -hmm. that's just coming in that you're not, you know, trading that time for money. Like just learning more ideas and getting access to things that, you know, you you would never get access to unless somebody shared that with you. Mm -hmm. So like I think that a lot of women are just yearning and learning and just like eager to be able to have resources like that like how are people making money like mm-hmm. that you know not just always always just working hard hard harder you know so yeah. it's working smarter you right know, and like l- learning ways to do that so I think that's another big one that women struggle with in that pursuit of living an admired life like they want to have more money but they certainly can't just keep giving more and more time and right. then they get burnt out right? right that's a big one that happens is they get burnt out even though they're called to that purpose they can get really burnt out if they don't learn some other strategies which is another really key thing one of the things I love about you is personal development. Like that, mm-hmm. that I mean, you and I, I remember our very first, we hired a coach together yes. <laughs> years ago, <laughs> learned like all kinds of, we, I think we did a Bob Proctor course, yes. which he's amazing. Um, but we, we actually, um, actually discovered personal development together. together. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that that's something that, you know, I know that you have like very much embraced um and we share books like we both have like an audible list that's like Like, super long we always sharing our favorite next book but share a little bit about like the challenges that you see women that want to live that admired life you know that that person they're engaged in personal development Mm -hmm. like almost all the women that we know that are on that journey to success and you know and are looking at wealth redefined like they're they know personal development is part of that key right right but what are some of the challenges that you see that they that they 
encounter on that journey? Right. I think that a lot of women um, will start down the personal development road and then give up on it, so to speak, because they don't see what they, the goals that they've set, they don't see them actualizing in their life. And I, again, I think the block is oftentimes they don't have the time. They're, they believe, and I understand this belief, but they believe that they've got to work. It's dependent on them to reach that goal. Mm. And so they block out any time for spiritual development, personal development to work their to-do list. Mm-hmm. instead of taking that time and touching base with the creator and allowing him to bring the people yeah. that are going to do that work. And um, <laughs> you make me think of something um, actually as an Enneagram three achiever, like, you know, I'm driven. I've actually been working at taking two hours a day to do nothing. <laughs> it's not it's not nothing Um, but like more happens in the nothing by like really just trusting and what everything that is happening supernaturally on my behalf in the nothing time like in the prayer time in the visualizing in the you know just the connection the ideas like so many things are happening in that time and so I've really loved embracing that because if you're to your point like if you're a woman that's like just driven like that really learning to embrace this other side of rest I mean and that's something that I know that you've taught me um what true rest in my Enneagram yes you know, in, in what is like for three what's true rest look like and I know every every number is number is different and what that looks like but you ha- you bring so much richness I think to women in that whole space of personal development and how much that can look different for each person, right? It looks so different for us. And that's one thing that I wanted to say about Jen is that spending time with her makes me want to do. (laughs) (laughs) And I think spending time with any woman that is different than you Mm -hmm. is going to bring about the side of you that needs to get better. Mm -hmm. And so I just love that our friendship brings those things and says, okay, boy, she is doing all the time. I need to do a little bit more. And I think part of my personality is saying, <laughs> boy, she rests a lot. <laughs> I need I to need rest, rest some more. more. You could have this great life and be resting a lot. <laughs> Sounds good. But yeah. no, I, and I think that lends to, um, you know, part of the reason that we want to talk today is we'd like to invite other people into this journey with us. Like we, it would be so much fun to create mm-hmm. a group of women, a community that we trust Yes. with everything. Yes. And well, let's talk about a mastermind because okay. that was one of the things that when we, you know, 15 years ago discovered, yes. you know, yes. what is the uh, mastermind? What is mastermind? What and is now that? we've been masterminding in our friendship yes. for 15 years. Yeah. Like, I mean, true mastermind. So it's like, so we've, div- we have created mm-hmm. the admired 100 mastermind yes. for women to, that want to be admired and, you know, adds, add a zero to their revenue and, um, and do it in an admired way. So what is a true mastermind? Like, what have we created like in that mastermind? Like what, what can women expect? In that? So much. So fun. So mastermind is true community. So it'll be time to come together every month. Um, truly in community where we can hear what the other women need 
Yes. And that's part of the mastermind is being authentic in your needs. But also um, something that we've enjoyed for 15 years is experiences. That's what I'm most excited about, about our mastermind. Mm -hmm. So I can think of several experiences that Jen and I have done, been on trips, gone places together. And those are places where we're able to rest. And Mm -hmm. so ideas flow easily. And so we've created these really amazing experiences for the women in our community, for our mastermind. And so many of them, some of my favorites are going to be, um, a gong meditation. If you've never been to one, it's, uh, sound therapy. It's sound therapy is amazing. Um, I'm looking forward to, uh, everything, but I'm looking forward to having a glass of wine or whatever beverage of your choice and painting. I'm looking forward to canvas and cocktail. Yes. (laughs) I'm looking forward to having somebody teach me how to put my makeup on properly. (laughs) Contouring. (laughs) Contouring. And, you know, so as, as fun and as silly as it may sound, um, community comes from places of vulnerability and joy. Yes. And coming with like that mindset to serve, like, you know, really when you have this trusted community and you find out a need that another woman has, like opening up your network and, and, and making connections for them so that they can like speed up their, you know, them accomplishing whatever it is that they want to accomplish. So that is, um, so we're going to meet every week and we're going to have like a hot seat, um, where some, one of the women's going to come on the hot seat and we're going to work together as a community to help serve and help them. And then we're going to have this fun experience every month and we're going to be sending gifts and things Mm -hmm. that are surprises uh, to the women. So I agree, like all the things that we really love about Mm -hmm. a mastermind, you know, I love that we've masterminded and created something, um, really special. So the other, um, thing that, um, I'm looking forward to about the mastermind is um, these couple, like we have a, actually created a few retreats as well, yes. like some of these customized renewal experiences where we're going to come together and have some intimate time um, to do that and to do some really neat things as well as like a big annual retreat that we're going to be actually awarding the women, like yes. and the things that they accomplish and, and really giving them recognition and making them feel special. And so there's lots of fun things planned for it. Lots of fun things. And also some of the things that Jen is best at. Um, also a lot of things that will help business. Yeah. From mm-hmm. Like how well, do you add the zero without having to add more hours? <laughs> yes. And yeah. some wealth building strategies that sometimes seem only available for the elite. Like where do you invest that yeah. money? And how do you get that money to work for you? And how do you, you know, we over the last few years, how do you pay for your kid's college without paying for it? And, um, you know, those types of things, because uh, just in case that college is really expensive. I have two. (laughs) I've got four, (laughs) I've got four teenagers. (laughs) And, um, you know, just, so the practical piece that most people join a mastermind for, right? Like they, that is so true. Like most women do join a mastermind (laughs) because they want to make more money and it's going to be a great ROI. And this definitely will be that, like, we're definitely going to be focused in on helping them add that zero. But the, but the thing that I'm really excited about, like, that's like, for a for sure thing. Um, and I know that's like what I know they're going to initially be drawn by, but I really believe that as we bring this group of a hundred women together, I think that they're going to grow old with older (laughs) with us. Yes. Um, because of like the way they're going to do it in an admired, in an admired admired way, way. you know, Mm -hmm. and really to have that community and to have, you know, that, that fun together to learn new things together, to, you know, build friendships that are going to last a lifetime and, 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 and that making things easier, you know, that, having that 
access yeah. to your network and to, you know, and to just speeding up whatever connections right. that we really need for one another and helping each other. So I'm super excited Me about too. it. Me too. I'm so excited about the spiritual practices because even if that makes you a little uncomfortable, I promise it'll make you walk in your own shoes so much easier. I'm so excited about that part of it. So yes. And our, our theme is really um, along the lines of you know, we truly rise by lifting others. And so we're, I know, both really excited about inviting other women into that with us. And so I just want to thank you all so much for joining us and really having this conversation around wealth redefined and what that means and what does an admired life mean. And if you have any interest in joining us in this admired 100 mastermind, we just want to invite you to be part of that. And um, you can click the link below and be able to contact me directly and I'll share with you all the details and information. But thank you so much, Rochelle, for just sharing this conversation. I really love what we're doing together and I really love um, just being able to watch you uh, live such an admired life. And I just want to thank you for how you inspire me. I love you. Thank you for 15 years. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> thank you.